0: To Converge Coffee. I'm here. uh, This is Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Ashley Ward. She is the digital marketing strategist at SEM Rush, an all-in-one digital marketing tool. Her passion is focused on helping businesses and marketing professionals gain long-term ROI through teaching content and social media marketing techniques. Speaking both internationally and throughout the US, Ashley regularly teaches workshops and speaks at conferences like PubCon writing SEO, Search Love, Digital Summits, Retail Global, and SMS Sydney. Ashley has co-authored the best-selling book, The Better Business Book, um, V.2, or version 2, I'm guessing, and contributing uh, writer to industry blogs such as Search Engine Journal and Authority Labs. Ashley, thanks for being on this episode. How are you doing today?
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: It's awesome to have you on. I think it was um, I use SEM Rush, love the tool, and I think it was just a connection of a connection of one of your affiliate people are like, you know what, Ashley's an awesome speaker. Let's have her talk about marketing <laughs> and being on this episode, or being on this uh, this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, we're always happy to hear that you love the tool.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, and I'm a big proponent of it too. Uh, talking about it all the time to people it's like, you need to use this. Um, you know, the, the interesting thing is, is um, everybody thinks SEM Rush when they use it is an SEO, a, a, a keywords PPC, like it just comes down to keywords tool. And you come from a, a content and social media background. Why did you join SEM Rush?
1: Well, first, I'm so glad that you brought that up because it's something that I'm really trying to work with. I mean, for so long, we're coming up on our 10-year anniversary in August, which is super exciting. But I'd say for the first, gosh, like three-fourths of Rush, we... We're so well known for being an SEO, a PPC, a data, competitive analytics type of tool, and now we've grown so much in the past few years, and literally have become a suite of every single tool that you need to get done for digital marketing. So, myself coming from content marketing and social media background, I was so incredibly excited for this opportunity because there's so much data inside of SEMrush that I can utilize coming from the content section, like all of the different topic ideas that I can get for all the content that I produce, seeing what kind of content my competitors or my um, old clients competitors were using was really, really valuable to have. And now with, being able to schedule all of your social media inside of SEMrush, track track your competitors' social media analytics inside of SEMrush, it, it's it's huge. I basically can do anything and everything that I need to manage for social media and for content within one tool. Plus, I get a suite of everything else like project management tools, brand mentioning brand mentioning tools. Like, it, it's insane to be able to log in and just have one tool coming from an agency background where I've always had anywhere from like five to ten different tools that I was in and out all day long.
0: No, and I love it and I saw um interestingly before we chatted or right around um, when we were being introduced that SEM rush came out with an SEO writing assistant yes.
1: And- of-
0: if you want to talk a little bit more about that, because I I upvoted it on Product Hunt. I was like, oh, my gosh, I was sending it to my content friends. It was something that it was like I was trying to – it was things that an SEO, PPC, like data guy that I'm trying to explain to content people that it was like it wasn't resonating. And I have this tool to say, this is how it can be optimized. And they're like, now I get it. So can you explain yes. a little bit more about that tool of like the transition of SEMrush being – an all-in-one tool with that that content perspective?
1: Certainly. So for the SEO writing assistant, it is literally my favorite tool that we have right now. It's so friggin' cool because it's the most relevant to me, but it also gives me that SEO angle that I need as a content producer. It's not something that I wake up and live and read SEO every day. So literally having that assistant to help optimize my content for SEO is an amazing reminder. So what it basically is, is you can do this either inside of Google Docs as an add-on extension or inside of WordPress as a plugin. So however, whether you write the content yourself or have a freelancer or team who produces content, say blog posts, you can copy and paste it into Google Docs, or you, if you are more comfortable working straight inside of WordPress for your site, you have the plugin and you put the post inside of uh, WordPress or Google Docs. Either paste it all in there, start writing it from scratch, whatever you want to do. But the SEO writing assistant is going to be in your right-hand side, and it's literally an assistant. So as you're writing, or once you've copied and pasted the content, it's going to ask you, all right, what keywords are we trying to rank for? What's the domain? Let's get the real story behind here. What's your demographic? And then it pulls through your competitors. It pulls through your demographic information to be able to tell you okay, here's your quality score, your readability score of the post based on your demographic. So it's going to change entirely for different industries and it's gonna give you a really accurate uh, readability score. It's going to give you recommendations on what keywords to add, um, things to emphasize on. It's going to give you word count recommendations. It just it goes on and on, giving you all sorts of different recommendations on how you can best optimize this piece of content. And my favorite part of it is not only the recommendations from the strategy standpoint, but that as I'm changing it, so say it's recommending I add another 500 words, the, the post is too short compared to what competitors are doing okay, so I start typing out and I add 500 words, it live updates. So as I'm doing that, it's going to adjust the score or it's going to add different strategy recommendations. So it kind of auto and self-corrects as I'm self-correcting the content.
0: Really, really cool. <laughs> I know you're nerding out as, as I'm nerding out too on um, this. Talking, so talking about you know content, um, when we're, and I think, um, what really interests me is that people think, you know, the core values of Converge Coffee are, are uh, you know, messaging design tech and, um, customer experience that, you know, they see someone from SEM Rush, oh, I'm going to talk about tech. And I'm like, no, I said, you know, actually let's, let's talk about, you know, let's talk about messaging since you have a content and social media background and, Definitely. you know, transitioning from this writing tool with SEM Rush or this writing assistant. What has changed, I mean, last six months, even quicker, I guess, um, with hitting the right audience with the right messaging? And this can come, you know, online with your experience with, with you know, writing, social media, or it can come offline with your public speaking. Can you give, you know, some 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 tips or some, you know, high bullet points of what's, what's kind of going on in the industry right now? Or in the... Yeah. Just in the world of marketing?
1: <laughs> Certainly, Cynthia, so the very big, big world of marketing. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the, the biggest things that I've noticed is we have to really switch gears and start writing our messaging towards mobile users. So long gone are the days of everything being long form desktop te- only type of content. We need to keep in mind that. Most of our demographic is searching on mobile. I mean, by the end of this year, 79% of all searchers are going to be searching on mobile devices is what's projected. That's huge. That's almost 100% of people searching on the internet are going to be searching on their phone. So we need to actually take a really big pause and look into our own lives and see How are we using our phone when we're searching and when we're reading content? What kind of messaging really resonates with us on our mobile devices? Because I guarantee you it's completely different than what it is on desktop. On desktop, you're more invested to do more research. You have more time to digest longer form content. Mobile, you're looking for a really quick solution. You don't necessarily need to read all the 947 reviews. You just need to know that they have good reviews and you need to get to the point. Because a lot of what we've been finding, and this is from doing different studies, this is from using SEMrush and kind of comparing how people are digesting content on desktop versus mobile, is they're looking for actionable answers. So the two biggest things that you do on the internet is you inform your people and you entertain your people. On mobile... They need something actionable. So if they're going to be informed, it needs to be they're they're asking for information that's going to be quick type of digestible information. This is the bullets. This is the position zero. The snippet at the top. Whereas the entertainment, they may not always want to watch a thirty minute film on their phone because eventually their hands going to get tired of holding the phone up. But they will on desktop. That doesn't mean to not experiment with the both because everyone's demographic can be completely different. This is just what we're seeing across the board in terms of messaging. We have to create things that are more actionable and that we would even want to digest on our mobile devices.
0: You kind of um, alluded to the next question I'm going to ask, um, especially between the desktop and mobile and, and mobile to kind of, um, being extremely in the forefront of, um, all ages, all demographics is what is the difference when you're, when you're writing a piece of content for social media versus a piece of content for the website and the messaging? Yes, it has to be shorter, long form, you know, more information versus actionable, but can you dive in a little bit deeper on, um, uh, the difference between social and possibly a website or a blog or, or something else, another digestible piece of content?
1: Certainly. I mean on on the content that you put on your website, you're putting it there for informational purposes for both the the searcher and the search engines. So we're not just satisfying one or the other, we're trying to satisfy both. So that means a lot of optimized content. That's where we throw in the SEO writing assistant from SDM rush because we want our content to have lots of keywords. We want the headlines to be optimized. We want to use bullet points because of user experience. There's a lot more structure to the content that we put on the website because we have to look at it from both a technical and a user experience standpoint, where social media we're able to have a lot more fun with it. We're not looking at, okay, we need to squeeze this specific keyword set in, or we need to experiment with long tail or short short tail keywords, or see what our competitors are, are optimizing for. None of that is relevant on social media. On social media, we're looking at how can we entertain our users the best so that they engage with us, whether that goal could be to get them to then go to the website and make actions based on the, the active content that we've put there, or literally to start following you, to become a part of something, to become uh, a part of your social community. So how you write on social is drastically different because you you have a lot more room to be creative. You have a lot more room to be experimental. On your online website, the more you experiment, the more you have to monitor you can go ahead and run an awesome experiment and it can be completely risky and you can lose rankings and then lose dollars into small and medium sized businesses. They can't afford to take those kinds of risks where in social media, you're going to know right away. Okay. No one engaged with that post. Clearly no one likes that post.
0: I like it. And you just got to probably get the social media notification right there. Yes. <laughs> so... there uh, oh yeah, you never stop on social media. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, switching gears from like a less of a form, of, you know, a formal uh, Q and A back and forth. Um, this section of the the episode is your your offline background. Ashley, is there a story that you don't have that's online? Could be public speaking, could be your content or social media experience. That something is um, that really hits you. Um, in, in in your work that you saw a success from a client, you saw someone um, reach out to you and expressed um, genuine, you know, generosity to um, saying that you know you you presented that this event you know super well. Is there an experience like that you can kind of tell a story out of that?
1: Certainly, I mean, no. one thing, and and I include it in one of my speeches is back when I had my social media agency and I was doing Facebook advertising, I was creating this one advertisement for a client in New York City who did luxury moving. So you're moving out of your apartment in Manhattan to a bigger apartment in Manhattan. And it's very specific. It's a very particular demographic and we were running ad after ad after ad and nothing was really getting engagement. We really weren't hitting that audience. And so I reached out to another agency and was like, Hey, wh- what do you think about this? Like I'm, I'm at this, this standpoint, do you have any recommendations? And so they took a couple days and then they came back to me with this piece of ad copy that just blew me away on how simple and how much it made sense. And what they did was they started the ad copy with, remember the old days when all it took was a couple boxes of pizza and some six packs. And we'd call our friends, we would borrow a truck, and we would have our movers. Now things are completely different. We have furniture, we have art, and it just went on and on to... to, Tell this whole story for for the user of, of this from rags to riches, which so many of their demographic literally related to. That yeah, they used to move a lot, and it used to be as simple as just calling up your buddy. They they took what seemed so complex and, and too niche to actually target on Facebook, and they humanized it. And that's something I've been trying to to mimic in everything that I do is to really bring us back to not just marketers, but humans? What do we like to be marketed most to? What are the messages that stick with us the best? Is it the offline type of engagement? And if it is things that happen offline, how can we mimic that online? Or what are the patterns that you do to get to the shopping cart? What are things you hate? What are things you love? Lots of times we don't take the backseat and we should. We need to because we need to remember that we're not just marketing to bots here. We're marketing to humans first, bots second.
0: Ashley, I love it. And I and I, I believe in the same philosophy um, with podcasting, anything that I do, that there always is a human behind it you're communicating with. Yes. It's just scaled so much more um, now than it was even 20 years ago and even more so 50 years ago. Um so talking about the human element behind things. So this part of the episode is uh getting to know you Ashley as um as a person. So what do you do creatively that you bring back into your work? Hmm.
1: Creatively. So I read a lot. <laughs> I um, never used to really be a reader because I didn't have the patience to sit down and get through a whole book. And then I started reading these inspirational and motivational business books. And I fell in love with reading because it it had a purpose. It wasn't just for entertainment and it wasn't going to take forever. And I found that, okay, I could get through these books and I can come out and learn so much from it. So I'll, I'll look at, a variety of different books in terms of business motivation, and look at um, I'll, I'll read a numbers type of book. I'll read a spiritual type of book that has to do with being in business and self care through the process of success. Um, and then l- look at all of the different aspects of what it means to really be a successful business person. And I'll I'll take all of that information from books and then. I'll try and integrate little bits and pieces as much as I can into actual life and how you handle difficult situations or how you handle great situations. And I think there's a lot of great resources already out there and there's a lot of creative resources out there. So it's, it's so helpful to be able to go to those and kind of take a step back and look at things from 360 degree view, and then go implement it into the everyday life and see. Okay, did it actually work, or was it just a cool chapter to read?
0: <laughs> well, I love that that you're experimenting. I mean, you're living um, the marketer's philosophy. Is you know the first the first law is do something. The second law is uh, do it better next time. Yes. And I love that. I love that aspect. Um, a lot of people are afraid just to do the first step. They just talk about it, but they don't do the first step. Yes. So love that. I believe in that too. I'm I'm, I'm surprised. This is interesting that we, before, so everybody on listening to this episode, Ashley and I have never met before this episode, which is kind of funny that people that I'm all the way in Indiana and you're the all the way in San Diego or California. And and we think similarly, but we're thousands of miles apart,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. and we're doing two
0: separate different things. But we're marketers, which is interesting. So, yep. um, yeah. And the, here's the next um, question I had for more about you, since this episode is about is about Ashley Ward and your your marketing experience and your story is.
1: As humans,
0: we're, we're not robots, or we're nothing's perfect. Um, we break down. What do you do health wise that helps you um, to be the best um, digital marketing strategist for SEM Rush or the best marketer you can be?
1: Definitely. So there, it, it's kind of a, a perfect timing for this question. So I'm on the road, quote unquote, or in the air, traveling to conferences and events two to three weeks out of every single month. So burnout is a real thing it it definitely happens so traveling that much it's it it can put a burden on you but there's also so many amazing benefits that come from it and one of my favorite is the amount of marketers that I meet from all over the world and how different and similar we all are just to kind of touch on that point that you brought up because it's it's so crazy how we all work in such similar ways and then everyone's little different tactics to share too. But I've really found how important it is when I'm doing those trips or or when I'm um, making those longer ventures to try and keep my pattern and routine the same as it is at home. So that's setting aside time every day while I'm traveling to at least squeeze in a 30 minute workout, taking the time to if I need to go do a yoga class, and I'm in London, then I need to look up the closest yoga class to me and, and make time for myself to do things that are familiar to me at home while I'm traveling. And it's it's been really, really helpful to be able to kind of create those environments no matter where I am around the world.
0: I love that. And you're probably using Google too, which SEM Rush uses as well.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Um to so, um, find those to those locations. That's 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 hilarious. Oh, yeah, well that's the thing, is we're trying to be an interconnected world and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna go yoga, look it up. Yeah, now you can like now I'm gonna test. How that yoga place could probably benefit using SEM Rush, and then yeah, I mean well, everything's interconnected.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Because all of these places, then I ask uh, because clearly I'm not from the area. Oh, where are you from? Oh, what do you do? And then it just opens up all of these different conversations. And I mean, this yesterday was International Self Care Day, and I think in our industry we really put so much of our heart and soul into what we do as marketers and we work really, really hard and we put ourselves second a lot of those times. And so it's important to take the time once a month, twice a month to remind yourself what does self-care mean to me? And to me, it means doing the workout, doing the yoga classes, reading these books to further my education, further my learning, further my creativity. And we really need to define what that means for everyone to continue to make us the best marketers we can be, as well as the best humans we can be.
0: Ashley, I think that last quote ended this this podcast perfectly. It's not about being the best marketer. It's being about the best human possible, the best human marketer, I guess. Um, I really appreciated your insight on being with a company that people thought it was all about keywords, all about search, all about um, literally SEM um, or search engine marketing. But you put an interesting messaging spin around it of you need to capture those people and not capture bots. Um, And I loved your, your background story with public speaking. And just being, you know, how do you, how do you balance everything? Because we, we all can't run on 100% all the time and go full tilt boogie. Um, yeah. So I really appreciated you on this episode. Yes.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I mean, it's, it's a really important message to get out there. And our community of digital marketers and marketers is so amazing and so strong. So it's just, it's good to have the reminder, but also know that there's a ton of support out there.
0: Awesome. Thanks, you, Ashley. To all the converged coffee drinkers out there, um, check out Ashley's um, episode, um, and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much, Ashley.
1: Thank you.